0: Welcome. I'm Jane Robinson. Thank you for joining me for CTA's Focus on Leadership. My guest today is Jeff Kleiter. Jeff is senior pastor of Christ Memorial Lutheran Church in St. Louis, Missouri. A native of Minnesota, he's been a pastor in St. Louis since 2005. His ministry has taken him from camps and youth ministry to church planting. As a sixth generation Lutheran pastor, he blogs at sixthgen.com. He is the author of Loved and Sent and Tales from Capicona. Jeff and his wife, Bobby, have four children, Bella, Joshua, Emily, and Jacob. Welcome, Jeff.
1: Thanks for having me, Jane. Excited to talk with you today.
0: Jeff, you and I talked a few years ago about some team-building activities you were planning on trying with the church staff. So I thought we could talk about uh, building the staff into a healthy team today. And if I remember right, it was a time of transition for the church. Would you tell us about that?
1: Yeah, I think anybody in ministry, you go through various transitions in your ministry, and it, and it can be for various reasons. I'll, I'll reference uh, one in particular for me. Eight years ago, uh, I succeeded a long-tenured senior pastor. So he was senior pastor of the church that I now pastor for 38 years. Mm. Uh, which is a long time, and so I had to follow that. Um, And that is a a, a tall task, and in fact, in in church consulting or church management, uh, well, it's not just churches, any any organization or business, that succession is is very difficult to follow a long-tenured leader. So I recognize that, that this wasn't just um, an issue of getting the right strategy in a succession plan, but it was um, attending to the culture. Uh, there's the old uh, leadership line that strategy eats or, or culture eats strategy for lunch. Mm. So you can have the best plan, but if there's a culture or or just the the dynamic of the community, can can make the the strategy uh, not apply. So I had to attend to all of the the cultural and emotional components of a transition of a of a community of people. The church is not a business. It's not. Uh, an organization. It's first and foremost a community. It's more like a family than mm-hmm. it is a business. Mm-hmm. And so I had to walk through these people with these people through emotions like grief and change and uncertainty. So when it comes to team building, it started for me with that team, which included certainly professional staff, uh, other pastors, church workers, uh, administrators in our church. And then also the uh, the lay leadership of our church, our board, our elders, and so tending to them and building some kind of a cohesion was really important in a in a tenuous time of transition mm-hmm.
0: so um this obviously is i mean I think almost anybody could say, oh, yeah, we're going to need to do something here. But there are also other times, other events and situations that would bring a light to a need for team building. What are some of those that you're aware of?
1: Well, I think uh, this is applicable to any, oh, any committee or team that you'd have in your church. Just go, go to something that would seemingly be minute, uh, a women's group or a men's group, a small group food pantry ministry think about any in your group you're working with a with a team of people a committee a small group of people and so i i think that if we're calling it team building that's applicable in all kinds of settings whether it's professional or or just a uh, uh, lay led initiatives and i think that the if i could say one word about team building it would be trust and that's really maybe one word about leadership in general it's trust uh, you have to trust one another uh, if you're going to work together. You have to trust each other if you're working toward a common goal. Because if it's a goal that's worth chasing, uh, there are going to be challenges and difficulties. And if there's not trust, uh, it's it's going to be a, a detriment to achieving that goal. And so for me, the goal of team building is trust. I want to, to live with, to be with, to to do things with, my people, so that they get to know me, I get to know them, and we come to trust one another and depend on each other.
0: Okay, great. Uh, that I agree. <laughs> Got nothing more to say on that one, but. I know you're the lead pastor, and at the time when you came in after the transition, you saw this coming as something that you'd need to lead the team building and that work. Do you think that the pastor is always the right person to lead the team building, or is there someone else who might take that on?
1: Yeah, when it comes to the actual doing a particular exercise, I think that can be anybody. What I think is important for pastor or really any leader, if you're a leader in in your area of ministry, you do have to own the uh, the team building or the trust building task. If you're not for it, if you just see it as well, this is a waste of time. Let's get down to business, or let's get to the agenda. Uh, then people will quickly see that you are uh, that you're task focused. You just want to get stuff done. Uh, team building cares more about the person than the task. It shows that you care about your your team that you're not just uh treating them like machines you're treating them like like people and so i think the the leader or if it's the pastor we need to be the the champions of that we need to be advocates for it and insist on it insist that we act as family together uh now in terms of actually executing or doing it absolutely you can bring somebody from the outside sometimes i i ask we have a uh our youth worker, uh, Daniel, is just really good at kind of those uh, activities or games that we might think are kind of silly. Um, but I, I'll have him lead it because he's really good at it. Mm-hmm. But I'm the one that says, this is valuable. We're going to do it. Daniel's going to lead us and uh, and then he can do it better than I can.
0: That's great. I know you brought up uh, that kind of silly thing, but there is something powerful about laughing together that somehow ends up in trust. I've noticed that yeah, myself. absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you. You've given us some great things to think about. We're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, our guest, Jeff Clayter, will give us some actual team-building ideas and suggestions. You want to see others grow in Jesus. So do we. As people call to help disciple others, we never want our efforts to fall flat, But we all have days where we feel like we're not making a difference. CTAs, thought leaders, writers, and artists want to support the work you're doing. We've created a library of quick wins, big ideas, and ministry materials for every occasion, and they're all available to download or stream directly from our site. Focus on Leadership podcasts like this one are archived at ctainc.com, and those archives are available only in the Advantage program. In addition to the exclusive digital library, the Advantage members get free shipping on every order and free product samples twice a year. You can see what it's like today. Visit ctainc.com and click on the Advantage, then download the free starter pack or sign up for 30 days free and access all the perks available to members. That's ctainc.com and click on The Advantage. I'm Jane Robinson, and this is CTA's Focus on Leadership. I'm talking today with Jeff Clater about team building with church staff. Jeff, we haven't really talked about how to do team building yet, so let's start with successes. What are your top five go-to team building activities?
1: Well, I, I did serve as a camp counselor for a number of years. Maybe some of your listeners have been a part of camp ministry. I think that's a great training ground for, um, yeah, for a number of reasons. But one is just that you, you learn what it is to, to live with a group of kids for a week, and that includes kind of the team building or the trust building exercises. So, you know, a simple one is, is uh, I have questions where I interrogate. You know, if you were invisible for a day, what would you do? Uh, it has to be legal, by the way. You can't, you can't commit any crimes. Um, or if you could be an animal, what animal would you be and why? Or what is your favorite restaurant? Or what's the best vacation that you ever have taken? Or if you could travel anywhere in the world, where would it be? So I think just kind of goofy questions like that are just a great, a simple entree into uh, digging a little bit deeper in any team. Uh, another one is just meals or parties so just as an example in our staff we we try to party regularly and we have kind of reasons to do that so we do every month celebrate uh, birthdays of that month anybody who has a birthday we do a staff appreciation meal in may we just had my core staff to my house for uh, a christmas party and that was great in fact in the past pre-covid um i would have over at our home kind of we call it the staff christmas party but it includes spouses it includes our volunteer receptionist who answer the phone and we would have 80 people in our house <sighs> which is really too many but it, it became such a camaraderie because people were like cool i'm going to the pastor's house mm-hmm. and i'm shoulder to shoulder with all these people now you know now in covid we're like oh that that doesn't work but um just an example of uh, the point is making people feel in like they're they're in on something you invited them in and i think meals are a great way to do that um another is with our with my core ministry staff too i just do pick uh, activities to do so we've been to top golf before and just you know even if they're not golfers you can go to top golf and just be goofy swing a club eat some food we've done an escape room before which you know you, you're given a task it's problem solving you, you're forced to work together you're stuck in a room together and trying to get out uh but things like that you can just pick any kind of event and it takes a a little investment like i'd say once or twice a year we invest a a half a day in something like that
0: okay um
1: even for some of my core staff we've gone out of town whether it's a conference we we choose strategically we're going to go to this conference together and uh that travel the road trip so to speak um has moments to have conversations you wouldn't have on a daily basis and then another one that you might not think about in terms of team building would be to be generous um with gifts or bonuses so i look for ways to to do a, a special bonus or a gift uh to our to our staff and leaders um hopefully to surprise them to let them know that they're valued that they're cared for and um so sometimes just being spontaneous with gifts is a is a team-building activity.
0: Well, I wouldn't have thought of that last one. That's great. Thank you. Um, so sometimes it doesn't always go the way you plan it. Would you be willing to just share a story of a team-building activity gone awry and tell us what you learned from it?
1: Yeah. You know, I used to watch the show The Office. <laughs> you kind of have in your <laughs> mind, if you're familiar with it, Michael Scott doing things that, that just don't fit or right? mm-hmm. it doesn't work with the group dynamic and so uh, I'll share one that that happened so we have on our staff my director of operations is uh, Dana is in a wheelchair um, she's paralyzed from the waist down and so um, it, like the, the top golf thing like almost was a disaster because it didn't dawn on me like yeah what this oh. isn't gonna work and so we got there and I'm like oh shoot I forgot about Dana I don't want her to feel excluded yeah and um, so I would say like picking something where everybody can do it. like if you're gonna play like a, a basketball game, not everybody can play basketball. So now thankfully, she's a good sport and good natured. and actually they arranged it. the staff at top golf arranged it in such a way that she could pull up with her wheelchair and with one arm swing at the ball. and she actually did better than probably half of our <laughs> half of our staff. So it turned out okay anyway.
0: Oh, that's good. Are there any other tips or cautions that you can give our listeners?
1: Um, I think if you're listening and you're a leader, so maybe you're a pastor or a leader in any corner of ministry in your church, um, I think you have to embody the values that you want to express. You have to embody them yourselves. You have to be the values of your ministry in miniature. You're kind of a walking billboard for the values. So in, in my church, I look at our values are generosity, self-sacrifice, uh, unity, uh, fun, uh, relationships. Those are all values that, that I want to embody in our team. And so if I want that in my team, I have to embody that myself. So I try to make team building very natural, kind of an extension of who I am and who I want to be. And so I have to, again, you, you have to be a champion of whatever kind of team building Uh, that you're doing and be wholeheartedly in it.
0: Great. So I've heard you talk about trust building, team building as trust building, um, being the support, making sure that uh, you are showing that you believe in this as an important part of your culture. Um, I've heard about you helping people see that they're valued and that you're thinking about every person on the team. Um, And now talking about this... um, the values, how they are coming through you. Is there anything more that you think we should be thinking about?
1: Yeah, I think, so this is a line I tell to my staff. So if we, you know, one of our staff members has some chronic health issues or uh, another, another uh, staff member has had to, to tend to some crisis in his family and Whenever that happens, maybe they need to take some time off. Maybe they, um, maybe they can't get done everything that we had hoped to get done. And I, I think it's important to show grace in those instances. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I always say that I care more about you than I care about the work that you do in your job.
0: Mm-hmm. So
1: I care more about Dana than I care about her as my director of operations. And so I, t- I ask about how's the family doing? How are you doing? Um, if I see that she's getting tired, uh, worn down a little bit, I say, "You know what? Friday afternoon we' don't, you're not really needed, like just and I know that she works at all hours of the day. I have to actually pull her back, so I'm watching her and saying, "You know what? just go home.'t don't, don't be here. Mm-hmm. Uh, take care of yourself." Um, I check in on, on spouses and kids. I think that's really important. Part of team building is you're not just, these aren't just employees, but these are your family. Mm-hmm. And so um, I check in on, on spouses of my, my core staff and kids. Um, like last summer, I got the kids on our, the kids of our staff members, got them all a gift last summer um, to just show that they're important, that their parents sacrifice in their in their ministry. and uh, And I want them to know that they're important. So... You see it as a, as a family
0: affair. That's great. Thank you, Jeff. I'm sure our listeners found some great ideas in what you shared today. And thank you to all our listeners. Remember, if you have suggestions for future Focus on Leadership podcast topics, please email us at editor at ctainc.com. At CTA, we are partnering with you so that Christ's kingdom on earth is strengthened and expanded. May our Lord Jesus bless your day.